On today's episode, Ben, Ben Kenobi, boy am I glad to be talking about you. That's right, we're talking about the Kenobi series on Disney Plus here on Watch This Part. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Watch This Part of Film and TV Podcast. I'm Hector. And I'm a farting space camel. That's the intro you're going to go with. <laughs> That's what you decided. I, I did tell you that I had a couple alternatives because I didn't know how you were going to react to this. But Obi-Wan Kenobi does ride a farting space camel in this movie, in this show. Does it poop? No, but in, in, in The Phantom Menace though, it, it, does it farts on, on, it Jar, Jar. Farts on Jar Jar Binks. And Ooh, he says, stink away. He says, P-U-S-A. P-U-S-A. <laughs> But that's right, we're talking about Kenobi the series as a whole. I didn't, I, we were thinking about doing it episode by episode, but we didn't do that. We decided to do it as a whole One and done. series. One and done. So, uh, yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's a guy. He lives on a desert planet. He lives in a cave. I like how, like, everybody's like, we got a Tatooine problem. Like, we need to get off a of Tatooine. And what do they do? <laughs> get a whole show that's like you know he's he's living on Tatooine it's bookended on Tatooine at least yeah I guess yeah you're right you're right uh so um we are gonna be talking about spoilers for the whole series so um you know just a warning if you haven't listened to it or if you haven't watched it by now I mean if you haven't watched it at this point like what is your deal like what is wrong with you what is your deal what man? is your glitch man <laughs> what is your major malfunction um well, Hector, what did you think of Obi Wan Kenobi? I enjoyed a Star it. Wars story. I enjoyed it. I that's <laughs> a Star Wars story. I enjoyed it, man. I really liked it. I thought it was very good. Question: Is this show called Kenobi or is it called Obi Wan Kenobi? I always say, "Oh, Kenobi." Is it Obi Wan Kenobi? Because I think, like, the title card says Obi Wan Kenobi, but I feel like everyone is just calling it. Kenobi. Yeah, Kenobi. I feel like that's better too. Just Kenobi. Yeah, I it's feel just, like that's... it's just Kenobi. Drop the Obi Wan. It's cleaner. Yeah. It's more distinguished. Um, but you know what's funny? It's because, like, whenever I talk about, like, The Mandalorian, I don't say, oh, have you seen The Mandalorian? I say, have you seen Mandalorian? The newest episode mm-hmm. of Mandalorian? Or, sure. And Book of Boba Fett. I don't say Book of Boba Fett. I say, dude, have you seen Boba Fett yet? And yeah. We're talking, well, yeah, 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 you know what I mean? So, like, I mean, you gotta open the book, though. You gotta, <laughs> you, you gotta turn to the right page. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> that's what I want to talk about right off the bat. And first of all, I would like to say, I did, it, I did, I did like the show a lot. Yeah. My biggest problem with this show is the title, the opening title, because Mandalorian, so cool. It's got that, uh, it's got that music, it's got the title card, it's got the, you know, it's got the pizzazz. Same thing for Book of Boba Fett, it's so, it's so hype when it's coming in. This show, while I, I think, while the, the theme that, that John Williams wrote for Obi-Wan Kenobi in the show is awesome... The title sequence is a little disappointing. It's just oh, like it's just his like name pops up. It's made out of sand, which I'm not sure is, is that a reference. Is that like I don't like sand. Is, is that what it is? Like is and that it why just his blows name is made away. Out? Because Darth Vader hates Obi Wan Kenobi, so he's, his name is made out of <laughs> Maybe, sand. Maybe, hey man, that's pretty genius though. But uh, anyway, yeah. but it but it's it uses a very quiet part of his theme, and it's over in two seconds, and then his sort and then his sand name just like blows off. Let me bring like, something up because nobody has brought this up yet. Bring it up. The theme to this show is great. John Williams can do no wrong. Kick ass. However, comma, this song sounds exactly 
like the theme to Spider-Man 2018, the the Spider-Man PS4. Game. Oh really? If you listen to it, it goes because Obi Wan goes dun 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 dun. It goes down, but the Spider-Man PS4 theme goes dun 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 dun. Huh. Yeah, I, I have not played that game, and so I'm I like, was not aware of it. When I first, I was so excited when they showed John Williams, like, like they first like put it on YouTube, like, oh, like ahead uh-huh. of the show. I was so excited because, oh, we're gonna get like a new theme, and it was great. But I was like, this is this is Spider-Man PS4. That's like, what funny. am I doing? So check this out. This is the theme. Now this is the theme to Spider-Man. PS4. Mm. So see how it kind of resolves up and Kenobi goes down. Just like how Obi-Wan is depressed in this show. He's down. <laughs> baby. He's down, baby. He's, <laughs> he's down on his luck. It's, yeah. I, can you imagine if they made this into a sitcom? Um, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, they did. They they do have Kumail Nanjiani, so it's right there. Just like little sassy baby Leia, Kumail Nanjiani. They've got the setup like the whole for, Full House for season thing, two, like, like the little intros they do. They do for uh, Full House. It's like you know while the theme song's going on, it shows them like doing like little mundane tasks. Too like, many throwing... Sith. Too many Sith. <laughs> too many Sith. Too many Sith. Kenobi is hanging on Tatooine. The Emperor's, you know, looking for him, it seems. And then, and then, and it just shows all of them just like, you know, doing. Anyway. Starring, and then it goes, starring uh, Ewan McGregor, and then he looks directly at the camera and does like <laughs> <Smiles>. a. Smiles. <laughs> but no, the theme, man, the theme is like, I was like, what is going on? But nobody's talked about it yet. I, so. I did not, yeah, I've never played that game, so I did not get that, but that, hey, spot on. Spot on. Spotty, sorry. Are you making fun of Ewan McGregor he's, for the, being British? The dude's like, isn't he Irish? Not even I don't like know. British. I think he's Ewan McGregor. He's McGregor. It's not like McGregor. I find that offensive as as an Irish. As an Irish, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, eat a sack of potatoes and shut up. I will. Thank you. <clears throat> but no, man. I really starchy. I, <laughs> <laughs> But no, man, we enjoyed this show. Like, I, I feel like we both feel kind of like, you know, very positive about it, right? I do. I'm curious to... I, I'm very curious. I, I, I think I may be a, a little bit harsher on it than you are. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see where mm. our opinions land. Because I do have... I do have a couple little gripes, but like I said, my biggest problem... Hey, if my biggest problem with it is that your theme song is, like, not as good as so it So that was be. your only not the, problem? Not the theme song. The theme song is great. The title card is my problem. Okay. It should be hyping us up. A little bit, which is what which is what Mando and uh, Boba Fett do. I feel like they're those are different shows though. They, like, oh, they totally are. They they, this one's more downbeat. Yeah, they have different like. So I think it, it kind of matches. So I think I, I, think, I think you're. It's thematic for sure, but hey, you know what? Sometimes it's not about being thematic. Sometimes it's about being awesome. <laughs> so that's what you wanted. You just wanted everything. To be I, I awesome. just wanted. I, I just wanted to start watching it and have my have my my heart start pumping. Like mm, I'm about to watch Kenobi. What if what if what if John Williams did just like a like a like a pop song, like what, like like what if he did like a BTS like, oh <laughs> K-pop Obi Wan, I'm a Jedi girl, cut this out. <laughs> <laughs>
But yeah, man, no, I, I think this this show is really good. I, I don't get all the hate. I really don't. Is um, there a lot of hate? There is a lot of hate. There's a hate that... The people that I've spoken with genuinely like it, uh, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of people, especially on the internet. Oh, internet! What now, a wonderful magical place! Yes, um, they, they, they don't they don't like it. Like I don't know what's going on. It's like they first of all, can we talk about the elephant in the room? The whole racism thing with Moses Ingram's character. Oh yeah, that was just crappy and that was stupid. Like, well, welcome to. Being cast in any popular IP ever, and she's a wonderful actress. Did you see her in, is... in *Death of Macbeth*? No, she was in that movie and she did wonderful. But she was in *The Queen's Gambit*, very good oh, show. That's right, that's right. And she was also in Michael Bay's *Ambulance Los Angeles*. Sounds. She was in there. Yeah, she's the. She's... You said that movie was pretty good, right? It is pretty good. It's a fun movie. <laughs> fun movie. Uh, Michael Bay's having some fun with some drones. Uh, and Jake Gyllenhaal. He, Jake Gyllenhaal is also there. Yaya yeah. Abdul Mateen II. Yeah. But no, man, I mean, like, she's a wonderful actress. I think she did really well. At, at first, the character... I mean, I can see how people can think the character is kind of annoying. Like, I can see that, but that's her character. That has nothing to do with her as a person. That has nothing to do with her as an actress. No, Like, no. the way that she's written may not be, like, people didn't probably dig it. But, I mean, like, I liked it. I, I, I didn't have a problem with her character. I, I was confused by... I, wa- I was partially annoyed by what, like... What she does in episode six, where where that leaves her character, and, and then I was left thinking, where does it go from here? Well, and think, I'm like, oh, I, okay, I well they're they wanna... clearly doing a season two. <laughs> well, no, I think they want to do her own series. Yeah, that too. Uh, yeah, uh, there'll be an O'Shea Jackson Jr. series. There'll be a, a Reva series. There'll be a uh, Haja. There's gonna be a Baby series. Leia series. I need a Baby Leia series. There's like, gonna be all uh, so many tomorrow. spinoffs. Like I so, need it now. I need it now. Um. But yeah, man, I, this introduced us to, uh, you know, the characters that we know, but also some, in, in a different way, actually. So new characters, but also characters that we that we know, but in a different way. Like Uncle Owen and Baru, they're obviously younger. You know, mm-hmm. Kenobi's younger, kind of. And oh, Well, we've seen him, you know, in episode four, we see him before mm-hmm. and that, you know, so this is kind of in the middle. So That's probably the biggest complaint I've seen is just like... I mean, every this has been a complaint since, since Revenge of the Sith came out, where like... How does he go from Ewan McGregor to Alec Guinness in twenty years, and now it's ten years later, and it's and it's set ten years in between, and it's just like, I can see how it. does Ewan McGregor go from this to to Alec Guinness in ten years? I can see it. And same thing for uh for for Uncle for Joel Edgerton turning into Uncle Owen and whatnot, and and you know what? It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's better than the the deep fake. CGI Luke or whatever. <laughs> At least se- they have real actors doing doing a real performance. So yeah. I'll take that over the alternative any day. <laughs> I really liked the new characters. I liked the Grand Inquisitor. I thought that was you know he was pretty cool. Um, the only thing I, is it the same dude from Star Wars? It, it's uh, supposed to the be the guy Republic? from Rebels. I believe. Oh, Rebels. So I not believe. the guy from Old Republic. Not so the old. No, Republic. no, Malak. No, 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 no. Because no. don't they are they the same species? No, Hector. You, you have to understand, the, the Old Republic is from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Even from no, 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 this no, no, no. long what time I ago in a is, galaxy far, far, far away. What I meant is, is it the same species? Oh, maybe. Because it looks like... Well, no, because Ma- the same Mal- guy. Malak in, in the Old Republic is a human. He's just, like, corrupt. Oh, really? He's just, like, Sith corrupted. Because this dude looks like the, the people on Utapau in episode Oh, yeah. In episode I think three. he is supposed to be an Utapauian. Utapauian? Utapaumanon? Utapaumanomanin. Utapaumanomanin? Yep. Utopian. Ut- Ut- Utopian. Oh, teeny! 
<laughs> Utopian? <laughs> Euphoria? That's a hot show, right? That's what the kids are watching nowadays, right? Um, Zendaya. New Star Wars character, Zendaya. Ooh, that sounds like a Star Wars <laughs> name, I mean, doesn't it, it, it is. It basically is. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I really did like uh, all the characters here. You know, that's um, something that I really... I, as far as... Re- third sister. He do be mad about that third sound, sister, though. You sound like him, though. I, I mean, I, I've been waiting to bring this up on the podcast until it became relevant. Do it. <laughs> Revenant until it became relevant. I am, I, I am the Grand Inquisitor uh, of the United States of you America. You kind of look like him, actually. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> You're both. Thank you for that compliment. <laughs> it got worse immediately. I like that. Did you notice the beginning of uh, the show when he's like trying to sniff out the Jedi in the beginning? It kind of he kind of has like a Christoph Waltz and Inglorious Bastards type of thing. <laughs> He's just like, rum- yeah. he's like, rumors, I love rumors, you know, like... He does. He's like, he's, he's eating up the scenery, he's yeah, tuning dude. it up. I thought... I, I don't know who that guy is. I thought he was gonna be, like, a, more prominent, but, like, I'm kind of, I don't know why, I'm kind of glad that he's... I kind of really grew to like Reva's character, um, because, like, what with her being, like, a, a youngling, you know, and, like, all the thing about Order 66 and everything, I was legit kind of tearing up at the last episode, of like of what she was going through, I, I could see that turmoil. I could see that, you know, you know that she was so torn, and mm. like that was cool. Like that was. I cool think that scene. was a, a cool arc for her character. Again, I just didn't. I didn't care for the her attacking Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew. I was just like, and them going so far out of their way for her to be attacking them with lightsabers, but to make sure that Luke never sees the lightsaber, like just barely. Did you notice that? Like, she'd be attacking them, and then Luke would just, like, just be in the other room, and so he doesn't see the lightsaber, and then she puts it away while he's going up the ladder. No, I didn't. I and, didn't like, they, they, because they can't break canon. Like, they can't... Luke has never seen the lightsaber until A New Hope. We know this, because... because oh. So that's why thing. he's knocked out. She yes, that's the whole thing. Like, Obi-Wan's like, oh, a more elegant wef- weapon for a more civilized age, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so the, <laughs> they do a lot of things in the show that they're just, like, stretching it right to the limit, like... Like, Reva finds out that Darth Vader has a son, but Darth Vader could never find that out, because that's gotta be waiting for, that's gotta wait for the... the that end. also, like, I knew that nothing was gonna happen to Luke, because, like... Yeah, that that is know. one minor nitpick I have with the show. There's too many characters that, like, you know nothing is gonna happen to. Yeah. And so there's no, like, so, uh, 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 what, what, like, we've got Bail Organa... Good morning, Kenobi. Uh, we've got, uh, I mean, Kenobi himself, the Skywalkers, oh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew. A lot of people that are going to die gruesomely in eight years. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> <For real. laughs> a lot of those characters are just like, hey, hey, man, enjoy these Dude, last eight J- years. Jimmy Smith, Jimmy Smith says that thing where he's Smiths. like, where he's like, you're going you're gonna to lead these people. And then, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> Hey, maybe he was maybe he was getting some McDonald's off world or something. At least we, don't we know. know. At least he might we, still be out there. At least we know uh, her co- her like rude cousin dies. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> he better he better have stayed on that planet for real. He comes back. <laughs> he comes back in Leia a series. Yeah, a Star Wars series. Leia a Star Wars all grown up story. and whatnot, and he's like the villain. Um. So yeah, uh, this is Obi Wan Kenobi, and uh, as we said, this picks up. Ten years after the events of Revenge of the Sith, about ten years, right? They're ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, They're ten. Uh, this the series is the first one to have um, one director throughout the whole thing, so it's directed by Deborah one Chow. One vision, which I thought was really cool. It was awesome. It, it kept it like consistent and 
Yeah, it gives it gives what Star Wars hasn't had in a while, and that's consistency. True. Yeah. This a is consistent true. Consistent vision. Um, uh, I do I do like Deborah Chow a lot. She's mostly a TV director. She's done a lot of genre stuff. She's done. I she did some Mandalorian. She did. Yeah, I she love did, what she did with the Mandalorian. Um, American Gods, uh, Iron Fist, and Jessica Jones. Um, I will oh, say, really? yeah, yeah, uh, just a few episodes of, of each of those. Uh, maybe just one. Jessica Jones, I like. Uh, you don't. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. like the Iron Fist. Yeah. That's Sorry. Fair. That's fair. But I did want to mention, um, uh, just because Deborah Chow, um, there's a few Better Call Saul connections. Uh, I can't oh, really? help myself but but point these out because Deborah Chow show, did, right? an, did an, it is uh, did an episode of Better Call Saul. Um, one of the writers on the show, Andrew Stanton, uh, who you oh, might know right, yeah. from Pixar. Finding Nemo and yeah, Pixar in general, uh, he also did an episode of Better Call Saul, and they had back-to-back episodes. So I'm curious if they if they met mm. before this. Um, and then also the editor on this show, one of the editors, Kelly Dixon, was the was one of the main editors all throughout Breaking Bad and through um, Better Call Saul. You're giving so. me all these facts, and are not even the fun fact yet. Then hey, that's crazy. Got to hold out for that. Here you go. It's gonna be fun. You're gonna have fun. Am I? Because I never... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Wow. I say I never... <laughs> wow. Hector just said my facts aren't fun. They're not fun Oh my enough. God, shots fired. You gotta step it up, bro. I'm gonna start spitting some depressing facts. Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> no, you, you do great. Um, uh, also, um, writ, uh, the writers of the series, Joby Harold. Funny name. Yeah. Hey, I'm sure he's a nice guy. Funny name. <laughs> uh, Jose Amini, Stuart Beatty, and Andrew Stanton, as we already mentioned. Yep. Yeah, do you want to do you want to go through the cast real quick? I mean, I do, I do. So we got Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan Kenobi, Moses Ingram as Inquisitor Reba, the third sister, Vivian Lyra Blair as little baby Leia, Leia Leia Organa, Hayden Christensen makes his glorious return also as Darth Vader and Anakin Skywalker. Is it Sung Kang? Yeah, as fifth brother from uh, the from the Fast and the Furious it's series. The fifth brother. Why does he have like? Does he need some water in this series? <laughs> He's thirsty. He's a thirsty. He's a thir- uh, he does look like a thirsty boy too. No, thirsty like brother. It, it's in the voice, but it does he looks like a thirsty <laughs> boy? He's got some like some like water crags, some like dry cracking skin <laughs> on his face. We got Rupert Friend as the Grand Inquisitor, mm. and uh, we you got a friend in me for sure, Rupert Friend, and then James Earl Jones. He's credited. Who? He's credited. But yeah, no, I he heard, did not do the voice. It, it was they. What did they? I heard that it was like AI. This is the same thing they did with the Luke Skywalker thing. They they have a company that they basically input a bunch of like dialogue lines from like the original trilogy, and they then it's called Respeecher, I think. They can make him say whatever. Uh, I I will say it works better with Darth Vader's voice, just for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it is more unique. It sounds like him. It like, does sound like it sounds like he's like in a booth or something. For him, I I would like with Luke Skywalker. I can definitely tell with and, Darth Vader. And I'm, he's I, credited. I really that tell. means he still gets paid. Oh, totally. He's totally. getting paid by doing nothing. I mean, he's earned it. He's yeah, he's, I know. But I'm just saying, like, isn't that because wasn't he uncredited in Star Wars originally? I believe he was uncredited in the original Star Wars. No, I'm pretty sure. Well, maybe now it says. Well, na- now on Disney Plus, you're it, talking it does, about like when it came out. Yes, theaters? when it came out in theaters, I wh- either he, he, I think it was him, but one of the Darth Vaders was uncredited. Maybe it was mm-hmm. David Prowse. I am gonna go ahead and say some of the a little bit more prominent characters. They didn't show up under in every episode, but I know that they were. They showed up enough to shout them out. So, um, you know, Kumal Nanjiani as uh, Haja Estri. O'Shea Jackson Jr. as Roken. I'm just going to put him in there because I like him. Uh, Indira Varma, right? Shout out. Tala. 
She was I good. loved her character. I loved her character. She was dope. She was Maybe dope my favorite part of the show. Jimmy Smith as Senator Bill Organa. Yep. Good morning. Uh, don't forget. Oh, okay, okay. Joel Edgerton as Owen Lars. Bonnie Piesi. I hope I'm saying that right. As uh, Anne Baru. And Simone Kessel as Briha Organa. Sure. Uh, don't f- don't please please don't forget Flea as uh, yeah, random no, bandit guy and and Zach Braff as oh, giant yeah. naked robot naked mole rat driver truck driver and Zach Braff as giant naked mole rat truck driver bro dude uh, as Freck I Freck. thought I thought what the Freck I thought it, I thought it ordered an Xbox controller sorry I thought it was freaking Seth Rogen <laughs> what tell me why I thought it was Seth Rogen he does have a bit of a <laughs> Seth Rogen yeah he does like, have a Seth Rogen vibe. <laughs> I'm wondering, like, because if you go back and listen to it, it doesn't sound like Zach Breff at all. I think it must be voice modulated in, or something. Oh, we can't forget Timura Morrison as oh, the, yes. the veteran that clone trooper. That was a trooper. really fun cameo. Spare for a veteran. <laughs> I haven't been, eat, I haven't eaten in days. He's got his big old, big old beard. Veteran beard, a bit homeless beard. And I, I really love, spoilers, that they put in Ian McDermott. For one episode, the last episode. Oh yeah, I was like, dude, I didn't think they were gonna show it because they, he said at Star Wars Celebration and Neeson. Oh yeah, I was gonna get to that. So he I mean, said, I, 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 to be fair, he was there the whole time. We just couldn't see him. Oh yeah, we we weren't ready to see him. Yeah, Ian McDermott said at Star Wars Celebration when asked if he was gonna be in the Kenobi series, he says, "Oh well." Sadly, no, but the Emperor's presence is felt for sure." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay." Uh, but no, I was really happy to see him uh, in there. Okay. You know? Oh, so okay. So he 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 was being a little coy. He was yeah. being a little. He was he was he was uh he was using his evil powers to mislead people. He was using and the cloud people's dark judgments. Side of the force. The what? dark side of the force. <laughs> the, the, the duck side. The dark side <laughs> of the force. Execute order sixty six. What if we do the rest of the podcast just in Palpatine voice? Hello and welcome to Watch This Part, a film and a TV podcast. We're talking about Kenobi. (laughs) Unlimited podcast. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Here's one thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, The VFX in the show. So... This show looks great. Yeah. I was talking with Paloma. Movie budget, man. Movie budget. I was talking with Paloma about um, uh, just comparing the Disney Plus Marvel shows to the Star Wars shows. Because we've had a few of each of them now. Yeah. Have you watched all the Marvel shows? Like, which the ones have you watched? The only one I haven't seen. I have to finish Moon Knight, the last uh. two episodes of Moon Knight. And then I have to miss Marvel. I haven't seen. Okay. Because my, my observation was, and we'll see if this remains true or... You know, or maybe we'll see if you agree, but I would say the the visual effects in the Marvel shows have been really iffy. Um, while Especially the, in Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, I would say also also Moon Knight was was pretty rough uh, for certain parts of it, um, but uh, also the She Hulk trailer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the but the visual effects in the Star Wars shows have been awesome. Like the like you said, like movie quality. They've been yeah. they look so good. Uh, on the flip end, though, I will say the action in the Marvel shows has been has been better on the most part. And while I think the action looks great in the show when it's like one on one, like the lightsaber fights, mm-hmm. awesome. When it gets like 
Okay, so you know the the whole screen technology they use for these Star Wars yeah, shows, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, for like the whole background. And like, yeah. Stuff, like, yeah. So instead of using green walls. screens, they basically have this yeah. big circle that's just a screen. And so that the actors can actually see what's going to be projected on the screen, and they actually have something to act against. And so it's yeah. it's great for the actors. It's great in general. It's 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 really uh, revolutionary yeah. technology, and I'm sure it'll be used on everything uh, going forward. Like it'll start taking over. But um, the only thing that I see as a downside to that is that if anything goes beyond that scope, like if whenever there's like a a, a big battle, like when when they're running across the rooftops, there's like. I, they start running into problems when they're when they're covering more space than is in that circle, and they have to sort of like move things around to. They have to block things in a way so that you don't notice that. Hmm. Um, I don't know if this ever, if you ever noticed this, but like uh, uh, like when they're walking through the ship and stuff, there's always like you know they'll walk across the entire uh, like uh, hangar. But then right before they go into a door, like, clearly they've covered, like, that entire 50 feet or however big mm. the circle is. Oh, maybe. And so it'll, like, cut away so that they'll be at the new parts when they enter the door. Um, and so some of the action scene, like, the the chase scene with little baby Leia at the very beginning is is laughably bad. I'm sorry. But You're talking about went through the Siggy or on the roof? No, when they're... Well, the rooftop was was its own thing. We'll talk about it in a second. But when baby Leia is stolen from Alderaan... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's running at, like... Through the forest? When she's running at, like, 0.01 miles per hour. And, and they and, like, can't they catch, can't up, catch up to her. And, and I'm like... I, I'm sure this must be, like, a... Like, Look, this is not a film. They do not have the schedule or the or the time to make things look as amazing as they do on a film. So you know, concessions have to be made. Things are going to be are going to be uh, cheaped out on a little bit because you, these are things you just have to do for television to 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 meet the budget, meet the schedule, right. so on and so forth. So that's that was that's what I, the only thing I would say is like the action on the on the larger scale, like when whenever there's like fifty stormtroopers in a giant hangar, then like. Some things get wonky on the sides, and some of the spatial stuff doesn't make a lot of sense. But damn, if the visual effects don't look beautiful. Yeah, they do. I mean, like the space stuff always looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the battles. Oh, the battles were so good. The lightsabers. The lightsabers in this show. So watch. Them. So the uh, 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 we like to call it the watch this part segment, right? What what, what was your favorite part? What, what's the part you would want people to watch if you wanted to get them Dude, in the show? The freaking showdown between Obi-Wan and, and Darth Vader, man. I mean, that's... I love how he's like, oh, you got your strength back. Like, mm-hmm. and uh, how he connects... Oh, what's, what's, the line is actually really awesome where he's like, um, I see your strength has returned, but the weakness remains. Yeah. But the thi- and I feel like that whole thing, that whole episode, right, sets up perfectly like they when they the next encounter oh are you talking about the had, middle the first encounter they have in the this uh on in no, the no, sand no. So place the, the first encounter and then this encounter and then their next encounter in episode four. Oh, okay i, I think saying. it's perfect because like he the line is uh, in episode four when i left you i was but the learner now I am the master. That was one of those things that I felt like they had to jump through a lot of hoops to but get the, that to make but, sense. But it ma- it made perfect sense. It it, it, showed, it, it made showed, sense. It, no, no, no. It made perfect it, sense. And I'm going to tell you. Sense. No, no. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> the reason why it made sense is because it, when the, when we had that flashback of them training, of him training in uh, where he's kind of got that episode two braid. He's mm-hmm. got that Padawan braid. He's wanting to prove himself. He's wanting to be 
you know, kind of like trying to be the very best. You know, he's trying to like, you know, and he hasn't learned how to mind his surroundings or he hasn't learned, like, you know, he's he's so like focused on winning. He's so focused like, you know, but uh, he's not paying attention. And how in this fight, Obi-Wan bests him because he's still at that place. He's still, he's got so much hate, he's got so much anger that he wants to win, that he's got, he's that he he's so focused on one thing that he hasn't learned yet. He still hasn't learned. Sure. He hasn't learned from that thing. And then like now, you know, I, I have a feeling that after this, you know, he's going to be... You know, training with the emperor. He's gonna be like telling him because he he has to tell the emperor what happened. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, they have to have that full conversation. So like you know, they're gonna have to do that, and you're gonna have to you know. And then now when he comes back, you know. Sure, in my mind, that that's a lot of introspection for a guy it's who's not doing a lot of introspecting. It's the br- and he's it's stuck the in his up. his his dark world. But hey, hey, it's fine. Everything's fine. You're just a hater. I am. I am. <laughs> Look, that, that's the thing with the shows. They, they stretch a lot of things to, like, the very, like, to the very edge of believability. And that's not their fault. Look, to be clear, George Lucas is the one that, that set all of these things in place in stone where they are now. And now Disney is the one that's trying to connect, the, connect all these dots that don't really connect. Um... Although they do, they do a good a job as they can, uh, you know. No, whatever. Hey, <laughs> you gotta admit I'm right. Come on. I, I like I said, you got it. You got it. It like, works. It's, it's, it's it, it works. works. It you're, does you're, work. You're, but you're the thing, the, pushing here's, it. Here's the thing. You're no, pushing I don't it. think it's pushing it. I think it's pushing because it. Because you got to think about this, right? You got to think about. Let's say they didn't do that. Let's say they didn't do that, right? Like you know, first of all, you can't please everybody. No. So, like, and then you have to, like, people are thinking about this all the time. People take, like, I'm sure... This is Star Wars. People are going to pick apart every single thing. Every single thing. Like, if it's not one thing, it's going to be something else. Which which is, you know, but I really like, for me... Like, I think, yeah, you're right. Art is subjective, right? We know that. So, I think for me, that was really... I thought it was a really cool connection. I like that they thought about that. I like that they connected those dots. Um, because it was something that I was thinking about. I wasn't thinking about it, like, before. Like, oh, how mm. are they going to connect this? I don't go into the show thinking, well, how are they going to connect this? Or how are they going to do it? But how are they going to do right. this? Right, that would be annoying if you did. Exactly. So, like, like what, but I... <laughs> and I'm sure people do. After, exactly. But after afterwards, I was like, oh, man, I really like that they did that. Because obviously, yes, you have to, like, the whole... Like you said, the whole lightsaber thing with Reva and Luke. You have to find yeah. ways around this, this thing, This is... You know? This is... Okay, so this brings me to... Well... You know, See, I feel like that works. That doesn't work as well as this worked. Right. So my, like, my, my thing is just um, I've never been a fan of these filling in the blank Star Wars stories. Mm-hmm. I, I so would, you didn't like Rogue One? I <laughs> I have a problem with. It. I mean, just Rogue oh, One. Really? I mean, just because like to me the I, I like Rogue One. I really like the show too. To me, they don't they don't add anything to mm. the original trilogy. When I watch the original trilogy, I'm not looking back at these and going like, oh my god, these filled in the gaps and, and like in really interesting ways and added so much depth. Like, not really. To me, it's like it's like two separate pieces of paper that you're trying to connect dots on. Really? And it's like... And, and look, to, to be clear, I, th- this goes back to George Lucas. George Lucas wrote the prequels entirely by himself. He could have made it make sense. He could have made them make sense, but he decided to do the prequels in the way that he did, and it and there was always these like few things that that never made sense, like 
Like, Obi-Wan saying, Darth Vader killed your father. Like, Darth Vader was a young Jedi who, who was my pupil, and he and he killed your father. And, well, see, like... Yeah. And, or... Or, or, or so, him calling Darth Vader Darth, which was just, like... So that's what you're saying? You're saying that, like... I'm saying these things... These are things that come from a, a first-time property. Star Wars was... Right. Was not a, a universe when it, this does fill in that gap. It does, it, and it, so that's it, what it, you're it fills in a lot of these gaps, but it's not necessarily like it. It doesn't necessarily gel. Per, it, they're never going to be able to get it to gel perfectly because because it's like trying to connect like a, a brand new console to to a, a TV from the seventies or something. Like it's not gonna. It's never gonna quite fit. There's always gonna be these weird little things that are just weird little quirks of that first movie. And I feel like you I should see, just. I see what you mean. I do. Okay, I do see what you mean. Yeah. And I think. Um, and again, I think it it all works. Everything yeah. they do works. But it's just like. I think if they were to go, I think if they went into this show, this series, with the intention of let's fill in these blanks. Yeah. I think if they would, if they would have gone into the series to do that, and that's what they set out to do, it'd be hella annoying. And that's why this and, show, this show is great because it's not about that. Yeah, those things are just little just like cherries on top. Story. Those are those are just like fun little things that are cherries on top. But and it's really about a, a story about Obi Wan who is depressed after the yeah. events of uh, Revenge of the Sith. And it's about him getting his mojo back, kind yeah. of. Him, yeah. It's about him. It, it's How Obi Wan like, got they, his group back? It's, <laughs> it's funny because they, they they totally pull a Last Jedi Luke Skywalker thing. Where a little bit. A little he's bit. He's a hermit, you know. He, but what's funny is that I this is what I believe. Okay. And this is why I have no problem with the last Jedi. Well, I'm sorry, not no problem, but like little to. Oh, no we'll talk about it someday. Little, someday we'll talk. Little about to it. no problem. So here's the not, thing. Not on this episode. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I am a firm believer that history repeats itself, not only in real life, but in like in history. I'm sorry. Can you say that again? That. <laughs> ah, <laughs> <I'm> no. <sorry. laughs> no. Okay. No. I am a firm believer. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I really, I really do believe that. Because you see it time and time again, all the time in real life, in history, in what's going on now. Like all the, what what do we? I mean, it's crazy. And like, and I feel like art is like imitating real life in that, and then you it, know, do, it does that too. Just the other day, I burned down the Library of Alexandria. You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I, I'll give you another. A. I'll give you another. <laughs> a. Let me give you an example. I'm being. A, I'm being. Episode a silly four, boy. right? A uh-huh. New Hope, right? Great movie. We saw it again. The Force Awakens. Yes. And guess what? Yeah. We saw it again. Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> hey, there you hey go. Now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm saying like what if Tom Cruise was Luke Skywalker? Oof. <laughs> But that's that's my point, man. Like, is that history just repeats itself, and I feel like um, that happens with people too, and that, and this includes Star Wars. So, like, you see Obi Wan like become a hermit, like in, in Episode Four. We don't at first we didn't know what was going on, but this kind of fills in the blanks, you know. And he, mm-hmm. he's doing that, and then what happens? He rides a fighting space and, and then Luke does that same thing in in Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. You know, and then like pretty soon in the Ray series, we're gonna see her become an old hermit. No, <laughs> Thirty years from now, <laughs> old lady Ray. Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna look like uh, uh, um, Maz Kanata. <laughs> <laughs> but the th- that's my thing, man. Like, and, and I really like that that it, that it does that that it keeps happening um, because like it's it, it, again, it's just art imitating real life. I think, and I. I, I really dig that about Star Wars, like, because it's been doing that, not just with that, but with other things too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the same thing, you know, like, because there's, and the whole thing about the force and the balance, like, it happens all the time because it has to be in balance. It has to. Well, there's that, the famous George Lucas quote, the, it's like poetry, it rhymes. Have you heard that? I haven't. He's just. It's like poetry. That's what he was talking when he's talking about the prequels, like all, all the little things that are that are echoes of things that happened in the original trilogy. He's like, oh, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Oh, but like, I mean, the, I, I like parallels. I love parallels in my Star Wars, and I guess that maybe we're different in that. I I, I don't know. Like, no, no, I I, okay, I don't I, think that so at all, I, and I don't think. Because like, to I, me, that's you know, that's because I can agree different. with you. I can agree with you. Like at some point, a, a lot of points, the prequels are like. They're mm, really messy, but like they're they're the yeah. stories that George, story that George Lucas wanted to tell, and he did his thing. Hey, but also there's more power there, to I him. think there's a lot of genius things though in the prequels. Of course, how it connects to the original trilogy. Like the dude is so smart. Like he really is. Like the dude, I really do believe that the dude is a he, genius. Okay, he is a genius. Yes, to be clear, he is, especially business. Yes, wise. but the thing is, like obviously. It's all coming from one dude, so like there are going to be some missteps here, some missteps there. Yes, but I will say, I mean, he still he still was the sole person who decided. Yes, twenty years is the perfect gap between the end of the the sequel uh, uh, prequel trilogy and the sequel. He could have made it forty years to make more sense. Mm -hmm. I I'm just saying that these are things that Disney has to contend with because they are set in stone by George Lucas, and that's fine. We we work within those guidelines, and everybody knows what's up, and and everything. You just you just you know with it. You everything don't, is don't worry about it too much. This whole thing, dude, is that Disney because Disney people didn't like what Disney did with the sequels. That Disney's in this really tight spot where they have to keep changing. things. Which is I'm like, just get the hell away from the Skywalker saga. But the thing and, is, and go a billion years in the future. Or well, something. well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because then you have to do like what they started to do is they've made things the stuff that wasn't canon. It's like, oh no, we're not doing that. Oh, we're the not whole legends. Yes, we're not doing that anymore. And then people got upset, and now they're. Like they're bringing stuff back from the freaking they got the, that was canon before in the, the, in the, the blue the, guy, the blue admiral, Thrawn. Thrawn. You know, like they're yeah. bringing back stuff that wasn't that wasn't canon, but that was canon, that wasn't canon. Now it's you, canon. You, you've again. got Star Wars has been around so long that you've got like three different generations of people. Like I you've got swear. the people that are like super into the EU stuff, like they've read all the novels that came out after yeah. the original trilogy came out, and then you've got the people that are like uh, that that grew up with the prequels, like us, mm, yeah. and then you got the people that are like the, the, the prequel. The Penders, yeah, the group of the sequels now. Um, so you've got all these. There's all these like factions but of, the thing of is, Star me, Wars fans. And let me go back to the way history repeats itself. And I do believe that repeats this itself. is this is gonna happen again. Okay, mm -hmm. with when the prequels came out, they were really heavily disliked. Yes, not only by critics but by Star Wars fans alike. Correct. But the people that grew up with those prequels, which is us, we, we really we were the like perfect those, age. We really like those movies. Obsessed. And like now, what are they doing? They're creating content for us specifically for those prequel fans. Even in the whole marketing of this thing, um, Ewan McGregor was always like, "Man, like I was really disheartened. We were all really disheartened as a cast because we put our heart and soul into those movies, and like the critics didn't like them, the fans didn't like them. Now we're finding out that the people who saw these as kids, they really love them. They really they were they're obsessed with them, like, and they love us, and like it's really it, that gives like." It purpose like to, to go ahead and do this like, do mm -hmm. this project you know, and how but the, the thing is so people hated it but now people are liking it 
and I feel like that's going to be the same thing that's going to be ha happening with the sequel trilogy. Yeah, we we were like, mm, these were missteps, whatever. To be clear, the I, kids, I like two-thirds of the sequel trilogy. Oh, yeah, so do I. But the thing, is, the thing is that the kids that grew up on this on these sequels, because if you think about it, the prequels are not that great either, but They're we not... love them anyway. The mm. thing, and, and then, like... The, well, I, I, I love Star Wars. Yes, I but, but the thing is, I, I love, I love them, but people love them anyway. <laughs> and the same thing with the sequel trilogy is going to happen, and I kid you not. I know it's going to happen. Just watch. Just oh, you wait. Well, I am saying it right now. In about five to ten years, you know, I, everybody's going to be about the sequels, and everyone's going to be like, oh, I never said those freaking movies were bad. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Just stick by what you what you say, what you think, because you're going to go with the status quo. You're going to be with what's popular. In about five to eight years, you watch. These sequel trilogy movies are going to be the shiznit now. I will and say, like, I, think, I think The Last Jedi is going to age beautifully i think in 30 years people are going to look back and, i love the last, love the last i just Jedi. hate that b story that's i it. don't i don't know about i don't know about the rise of skywalker i don't know if that's ever going to come around again i mean it could but the force no. awakens is, is is great too i i love the force awakens um i love it that being said okay this all started when i asked you what your favorite part was my favorite part is, <laughs> so your so your favorite part you, my favorite part is star wars <laughs> so your favorite but you like the 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 final lightsaber I do like fight the between lightsaber, and i love baby leia uh, with the rock, so the with the rock rock bending. Yes, I, the earth bending. Earth bending. Excuse me. I do. <laughs> I do watch Avatar. I'm just mock it right. <laughs> You're gonna mock me. Do it right. No, no. I, I love Baby Leia, and I'm sure you do too. Um, I she grew on me. I did really? not. I did not. I, I I thought she was too precocious by half at the very beginning. Like nah. in the first two episodes, I, I was especially annoyed in the second episode when she's like running away from Obi Wan. I'm like Leia, little baby Leia, you are going to get everybody killed. <laughs> Stop being such a brat. <laughs> and then, but but then she had some really sweet. Like she had the 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 talk with um with Obi-Wan when they're on the back of the truck and they have the whole thing with Luma. Are you, are and, you my dad? And yeah, are you my dad? And uh, her mother died and I, I there, love, there's a lot of really sweet I, moments I between love them. the Padme love I, let me just say that yeah, I yeah. love the Padme love I'm reading a book on Padme and how she became queen I love that character you know I really do she's awesome um I love female characters, man. I love strong female characters. I don't know. I think it started around The Force Awakens when that came out. I started liking them more than I do the male characters. Because for me, I guess it was something different. And it's something that, like, I don't know. I kind of felt empowered, too. Like, because, like, I've seen that. Like, I've seen enough, like, male characters. But, like, having the female who was, like, a like a bad mamma jamma dude. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I was like oh, this is, this is pretty kick butt man like it's freaking crazy like this is this is cool like i thought it was really cool and i started like reading up on like you know uh female characters like in the books that i read i'm reading a, a, a book series uh it's called throne of glass and like the main girl is a, is a girl assassin the main character is a girl assassin and she like she's awesome so like i don't know man like i really love all those characters leia and i think star wars has really great strong female characters and mm -hmm. it always has it started off with leia totally then we, then we had you know uh padme we have ray we have ahsoka tano you know we have uh, and the, the list can go on i'm just kidding you're ugly dude i, ha I don't want i haven't <laughs> seen the clone wars so i have no attachment but to that, that, that and it's so empowering like like i i think it's so dope that also like when i have kids i think it's you're gonna, gonna name them ahsoka tano 
We're, we'll talk about that off, off <laughs> mic. We'll talk about that off mic. I do have some Star Wars names in my little quiver of names. <laughs> but but the thing is, like, I, I when I, if I ever have a girl or if I ever have nieces, like, I'm this is this will be my gateway mm-hmm. into their lives. Like, this is gonna be something of mine that I can share with them to be like, yo, like, like check this out. Like, this is a strong female character. This is what I like. But then just to share Star Wars with them, like, I can't wait. Totally. Um, okay, I want to say my favorite moment from the series now. <laughs> but here's the thing, <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> which is uh, which is not the Obi Wan Vader fight, but rather the Reva Vader fight, which was oh that was that so was, effing cool. That was so how dope. he okay. I will say it started off a little silly because she is there to assassinate Vader, and then she turns on her lightsaber away from him, screams, and then stabs directly at his head instead of just like turning her lightsaber on against his head or something. But that's okay. You know, that's just, you know, things have to be dramatic or whatever. That lightsaber fight is so awesome. Vader doesn't even ignite his lightsaber. He's not even trying. He's just, like, sidestepping and, like, He's doing, like... with her. He, totally. It's just... Okay, I do have to... I, that's my favorite part. It's so cool. I watched it, like, five times in a row. It's so cool. Um, I do need you to explain to me the Russian nesting spaceship... That happens in this. Why are you look? Why are you asking me? Okay, I don't well, know. okay. So Vader gets to the hangar. The 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 proto rebels are all in yeah. one ship and they're flying away. Vader force, force pulls force the unleashed. entire ship. Yeah, force unleashed style pulls the ship back down yeah. to the ground. Only for another ship to just pop out of that ship and then fly away. <laughs> that, that was the most confusing part of the I entire like, series for me. Yeah, I was because when he ripped that hole open in that <laughs> ship, I was like, "Oh, they're effed now." And then I just see this little ship go like, goodbye. I'm like, <laughs> "I must go now. My people need me." <laughs> Where the heck did that ship come from? It didn't. It didn't like. It didn't. It looked like it looked like it just came from behind it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if, so, I'm very confused about that. I'd love to see a different angle. <laughs> um, it was part of that. Uh, you know that whole the technology that wall. It was that part was out of like. Oh yeah, there you go. It, it was it just, just off screen. There, yeah. It was just on the other side of the screen. <laughs> um, but anyways, that that part was so cool. You want to talk about what, what the problems that we have with the show? Uh yeah. I mean, I've, I've talked about them a little bit, but um, yeah. So I haven't really. I've just been going. Yeah, give me, about what give, I me your, give me your gripes. I'm, I'm actors' nothing, gripes. I'm nothing if not reasonable. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm like I'm a little biased when it comes to Star Wars. I can admit that. But the thing is, I'm not with. I'm never without gripes. I'm never without mm. you know um, criticisms because like that doesn't make a good critic, and also doesn't make a good film maker or film lover either or like. TV lover, so <clears throat> it does make a good puppy dog, though. It does. It if does. It loves you unconditionally. Things. Yes, yes. I'm like your cat, freaking Kiki. She loves me, oh. and that's all that's important. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> there was a, some stuff I didn't like. Riva at, at, at one point, I didn't really start start liking Riva until Obi Wan like gets on the ship where they're keeping Baby Leia, mm-hmm. and like he. He has Tala's help, you know. Get she's like there at the hill. Oh, Tala! We need to talk about Tala. We'll come back. Another strong female character. She's um, good. but like you know, and he has to go in there. I feel like that's when Reva kind of won me over. Um, mm-hmm. but other, I didn't like her at first. But I really, I really like that I did grow to love her. Um, I feel like in the last episode alone, there was stuff that I thought was really just convenient. Um, oh, like how she got to Tatooine? Like, yes, that's exactly thirty-five what I was hours say. before everybody else. And then how he got to Tatooine so quickly? Yeah, it, I was the like, only thing that makes sense is that they time shifted the Reva stuff like that. She got there much later than she appeared. And I was gonna, I was gonna be like, wait, I forgot for a second, but this kind of does make sense. But 
at the same time, it doesn't. I'm like, how the heck is she not killing Owen and freaking <laughs> Baru? Yeah. Like, oh, she's hurt. And I'm like, in my mind, I was like, right. I'm like, does but really, does a hurt force really strong force user? Like, does that really make the fight even? Dude, I was thinking Sorry. That too that Kylo Ren, <laughs> the Kylo his, Ren like King wound. Kong chest beating, blood coming out on the freaking snow. Um, the the show kind of takes like a a whole like left turn at it, like because you think it's gonna be one thing at the beginning, like they show the Grand Inquisitor, they show Reva, they show like, and you think it's gonna be like one thing, and then it just takes a left turn. Like like in the second or third episode, and you're like, "What mm-hmm. the heck? Like, what is gonna?" I, happen I think now? It, it took a turn right. I was not expecting this oh, second, to be about the, Leia. The second episode, yeah, uh, yeah. I thought At it was all. gonna be about Luke. I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be like about neither of them. I thought he was gonna go off and do some like entirely different adventure. Uh, and I was like pleasantly surprised by the by the Leia aspect. Uh, and I, as much as I love Leia, as much as I love Leia, but there's still some things that doesn't that don't make sense. Uh, as far as the original trilogy goes, uh-huh. like like, yes, she know she hears Ben, like that's but like, there's some things because they have to try to connect these dots, mm-hmm. right? Um, there is stuff in the in the trilogy in, in the first one in A New Hope that's like, how does she not? She's acting like she doesn't even know who he is, right? Well, and, I- and, and, but then but then like there's some parts in that movie where like oh I guess you can see where like where she gets rescued and he's like I'm here with Ben Kenobi. She's like mm-hmm. Ben Kenobi, where is he? Like yeah. You know what I mean? You can like, you can put stuff on there if you if you want to. Yeah, but I, I do I do understand where you're coming from mm-hmm. when you said that earlier. Stuff like that, connecting the dots, some of them do not fit kind of well. Yeah, but they, they but don't I, totally line up. But there but was some there was some that did work for me. But they're, anyway, they're as close as they can get. That, those are my nitpicky things, you know, just stuff like that. Um, you know, the whole oh, I thought it was weird that I don't I really don't like this in Star Wars or even movies in general i don't like when people see visions of former people mm. i don't like that i think like, that's like harrison s- ford yeah i think that's a stupid <laughs> that is the stupidest thing, thing of the rise like, of skywalker but like the even like when he sees anakin mm. in the no, desert not. sorry yes yes i know no no wait, what'd you say i was no, gonna I was, say i was gonna say that's harrison ford thing? in the rise of skywalker no, 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 it's not it's not it is stupid but it's not the stupidest see, thing see the thing is like if it was like a force ghost maybe but like the whole thing is like that doesn't make any sense but here's the thing I don't. I don't like that trope. I, 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 really I agree don't. with you. I'm watching a show right now called Search Party. If, if you've ever heard of it, yes, and they do it was that, on TBS. They do that a lot in that show, and that's the only thing about that show I don't like. How the, mm-hmm. the like for like one minute in an episode, you'll think something's happening, and then it's just a vision, and you're just like, okay, great. See, like now we're it, back where we started. I don't. If it was like a dream too, like whatever, like whatever. But like I don't. Really... It can be done well. It's usually not. Yeah. Like I I know, I, when somebody's dead. Like, sometimes, I can sometimes be okay with it because I did lose my father and, like, a a few, like, a year or two after, like, I would be in my car. Mm -hmm. And, like, I didn't necessarily see a vision, but I do remember past, like, conversations and, like, that that, that becomes relevant. So I do, you know, it's like, yes, he's in the back of my ear. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, he's like, it's like he is in the back seat. But like totally. it's not a vision. Like I hate when people do that. I hate that. I hate that trope. I really yeah. do. I um, assume that for this it was just like, let's get Hayden Christensen as in, in this as face, much as we can because face. he because otherwise he's just not going to be in this. Like, uh, no offense to Hayden Christensen, it does feel like this was like a bit of a like a throw him a bone thing, like a little bit because like one he's not 
whenever Darth Vader is in in full profile, it's not him in the suit because he's not tall enough to be Darth Vader. Um, uh, so they have like the thing when whenever it's behind the mask, they do the the flashback with them fighting, doing the training fighting in the uh, the Jedi Temple. So there there are things that they throw in there so that you 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 get some Hayden Christensen in this for sure. <clears throat> yeah. Um. His face through the mask. Oh, I thought that was pretty cool. Too. That was that was uh, that whole thing with, with the with <clears throat> the voice changing. That was a with, but that line was so cool. The um, uh, you haven't killed Anakin. I did. Yeah, yeah. that was a really cool line. And then the, just the, the blue and the red. Yeah. Off the On their Here, face. Here's here's another big problem with this series. Tell me. People leaving other people alive for no reason. Yes. Don't they know? Like, <laughs> shouldn't they know already? Like, you, you need you either kill someone. Why did Darth Vader leave Reva alive? Because, yeah. be, because she's such an insignificant insect. Yeah, that's never come back to bite anybody in the ass. I, I do not understand yeah, why like Obi-Wan Kenobi... Okay, like, I understand Obi-Wan Kenobi cannot kill Darth Vader. But why didn't Obi-Wan Kenobi kill Darth Vader? <laughs> in that moment, why wouldn't he just slice his head off? Like, He's just gonna go back on a spaceship and start murdering people again. So and and like we know at this point that he that he believes Anakin is dead and gone because in the, the original trilogy he says he you know he's trying to convince Luke that he cannot be redeemed. Darth Vader has to be has to be stopped. He cannot be redeemed. Uh, so why so if he believes that Anakin can't be redeemed anymore. Why, why not just finish the job? I was. I, I would have assumed that after the events of the Revenge of the Sith, and he leaves Anakin alive, only for him to come back as Darth Vader, a robot, and 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 murder, however many Jedi, that he would be like, "Fuck! I should have actually killed him. I should have done the finishing blow." Yeah, I have a question though. Apparently, it's not the Jedi way to kill anybody. What? How, how, here's the thing. Here's Sorry. The thing. No, no, no. I, I'm agreeing with you. Be- because like, but I don't get that. Django fat cough. There you go. There's one. Anakin with uh, Count Dooku. That's which two. that that was like, he was corrupted in that way. Well, to then, do that. But he, but he, oh, but that's number two. Yes. Okay? No. Yeah. Obi Wan freaking Kenobi slicing Darth Maul in half. Like, yeah, he he's, lives. he's still alive. But the thing is, like, <laughs> the, okay, that's that. He, we thank God Darth Maul did not show up in the show. By the way. <laughs> But here's the thing, like, he's still, like, we thought he was, we thought him to be dead. Mm-hmm. So that's three murders, at least that I can think of, where a Jedi, I'm not counting the Clone Wars, but, yeah. like, where a Jedi kills somebody. Like, I mean, I guess, what, they're all Sith, except for Jango Fett, but, like, if it's not the Jedi way to kill someone, like... I mean, look, if you're in a life-or-death scenario, you, you, you just gotta kill the other person. I mean, if you're not gonna kill him, you know... Lock him up. Uh, get some handcuffs and put him in space jail or something. It doesn't make any sense for Darth Vader to leave Reva alive. It doesn't even make sense for the Grand Inquisitor to leave her alive. Like, if I was the Grand Inquisitor, I would have killed her. Especially this, because this he girl, came she, back. She tried to kill me. Like, li- like really? I would have been like, like oh, that would and that would have been the perfect revenge thing for the Grand Inquisitor. Like, oh, you thought you could keep me down, but you couldn't. Like right there in the freaking neck. The best moment in this series, aside from anything relating to Darth Vader and Obi Wan, was when Tala sacrificed herself. Oh, and it was yes. because it was a real character. It was a new character. This show, who who sacrificed herself for the greater With good, and it had real stakes. She she. Tried to get away and she couldn't. There, there was the nice moment with her robot blocking, uh, oh, yeah. blocking the blaster bolts and stuff, and then she blows herself up with the thermal detonator. But it was great. That's what this show is missing: is it needs stakes, like, like O'Shea Jackson Jr., Kumail Nanjiani. These are people that 
can and should be in Needs very real danger. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess O'Shea Jr. Jackson, O'Shea Jackson Jr. had to go start the. Uh... Oh, is that the implication uh, in episode six? Vader, the the uh, Star Destroyer is chasing the ship with Obi Wan and and the rest of these like uh, pre rebels. What, what is it called? The path. Oh yeah. Uh, is that and and then he's like. Darth Vader, we should we should follow the these people and wipe them out right now. And he's like, no, we're going after Kenobi. Now, like, is the implication that because he chose to chase Obi Wan Kenobi there, that starts the entire rebellion? That's what I'm saying. They're pre rebels. But like, Mon Mothma was in Revenge of the Sith. She had like a visual cameo at the end of Revenge of the Sith. So, I, I, I like, are these supposed to be the start of the alliance, or is this just a contingent of or the alliance? The rebels? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Just, just, just curious. I don't know, man. There's a whole lot of gray areas. That was a, a whole lot of uh, dots that have yet to be connected. Yeah. Yet. Last nitpick, I swear. I'll, I'll, I'm, I, no, no, I'm no, gonna no, have just it, nice things saying here. Keep it here. coming. Keep it but, coming. But the star destroyer chasing their ship was like, come on, you can blow up the ship. Why, why, why are they still alive? Like, oh yeah, we almost have. We're almost out of shields. That thing is tiny. The opening of of Star Wars. Uh, the, uh, a New Hope is them being chased by a Star Destroyer, but they're in a a, a a bigger ship. They're in, like, the Alderanian Cruiser, or whatever it's called. And they barely make it to Tatooine before it gets completely destroyed. And you're telling me this little tiny ship is just, like, chilling for, like, eight minutes while they're having this full conversation where Obi-Wan's like, I'm gonna lead them away. You wanna know why? Yeah. Plot. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta do things for the plot. Just go with the flow, Whatever. Man. Go Sometimes with the flow. you just gotta go with it. Things. Oh wait, there's one more thing. There's the part where Tala does the three stooges routine on the on the stormtroopers. Oh yeah, that was weird, right? <laughs> that was, that was How she, very like, funny. Just knocks him in she the helmet. Goes, nyak, nyak, and it's like sort of like puts her fingers up his nose. I don't know. <laughs> just yeah, boops I, him on the head a little bit. That helmet did not look secure either. <laughs> not at all. It like shook in like it shook his head. I guess that's kind of the it. joke is that the stormtroopers are just so. Sh- that you can just like but the thing is like, <laughs> only imperial stormtroopers are so precise they are not even precise they're not they're not like anyway but is that the last one I, that's the last one that's the, I, I swear but all in all like I'm not to say that these nitpicks don't matter that these negative things don't matter but they are minor in the grand scheme of yes, things in the, in the grand yes. Inquis- inquisitor scheme it's, of things I think it's fair to point them out but it, just Whenever I watch a Star Wars film, a film in general, but mostly, even a, especially a Star Wars film, TV show, whatever, I try to find the good in it, the redeeming qualities. Now, if, if the redeeming qualities do not overpower the, you know, the mistakes or the, you know, the, the things that are, that are not right about it, then I would have a problem. But most of the time, the good outweighs the bad. From, totally. For me. Like, they especially really, for these. They and, really and I will do. say, like... I don't. I think I said this at the beginning, but I mean, just from a, the basic premise of the show, how nice is it to see Ewan McGregor back as Obi Wan oh, yeah. Kenobi? He did, and and given like good stuff to work with, like this is so much better than the prequels, and and like not that I mean, he definitely had the most fun parts of the prequels. I would say like his his section of Attack of the Clones is the best part of that movie, in my opinion. Um... And just, like, seeing him get to be Obi-Wan Kenobi, just being the character in whatever setting, you know, like, nitpicks aside, it's just, it's really nice to see. And I love Ewan. He's great. And he's great as Obi-Wan. Yeah. I don't know. I teared up, man. This this, <laughs> this this thing had a hold on me, bro. Like, this this really did. Like, 
just like you said, seeing Ewan back in the character, even Hayden, like seeing him back as Anakin Skywalker, like it really like did pull Qui Gon on, on my hood. Yes, that was probably about the biggest like like rush. Like just see, I was like, they actually got him. I actually, like they got Mason. I, I screamed. I was like. Well, like, oh man, I was so excited because like I, ex- I I figured he would show up in some capacity, but I was still like, is he going to I show thought it up was on just, screen? I thought it was just going to be his voice, mm-hmm. like like you know, like kind of like he will learn patience, like the way that. W- what if it had ended with like Obi Wan being in the cave, and then behind him you just hear Liam Neeson, "Hello there, <laughs> hello there." <laughs> they did throw a "hello there" in. <laughs> they did, they did. But uh, I love that Liam Neeson's like you know. Because you weren't ready to see me. Yeah. And then, like, come on, we got a long way to go. Like nice. I wanted more, but at the same... I, I think I think there's definitely going to be a season two. I hope, I hope so, man. I, I think, after watching this episode, I'm like, I, I don't... Unless, like you said, they just spin off the characters and do, like, different things. Which is uh, totally possible as well. Um, we get a... <laughs> I'm really hoping that the new Taika Waititi Star Wars series movies uh, are, like... Well, of course, but I hope that I hope they are so popular and everyone loves them so much that Disney is just like, let's make let's make new shows just around this movie now, so we can stop doing Skywalker saga stuff. Here, here's the thing, man. I don't mind the Skywalker stuff. I just if you're gonna make any Skywalker stuff, make it good. Make make it, it good. Make have a, a I'm vision. I'm sick of the Empire versus the the Rebels. I'm sick of it. Have a vision, okay. Make it consistent. Have a plan before, okay, yes. and do it and execute it well. Just like the, do it. Can we just Sorry. have? You know what? Here's here's what I want. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. If they have any Skywalker saga stuff, anything, let John Favreau and Dave Filoni do it. How about that? Huh? How about that? Can we agree on that? Can we agree on that? I, I'm less I'm less high on the Dave Filoni of it all, but because I'm not a Clone Wars guy. Um, and I don't... But the thing is, like, I like I don't I don't mind. Because I, I feel like John Favreau knows his Star Wars. Dave Filoni is basically... George, he's the new George... He's, he's the new George Lucas. He's the George Lucas replacement, yes. essentially. Yes, so, like, and he's, like... Or he should... He's not really... He probably should be, but, though. But he should w- be the Kevin Feige. The way that they work together, like, it, I think they... Every time they collab, it's be- it's wonderful. Like, it's great. Like, even, even, the, even the stuff that doesn't really... It's not that great. It's great. Like, it's cool. Like, okay... It, it's it's yeah. I, I can overlook that better than I can overlook the stuff that is wrong with this show. You mm. know what I mean? Like I can overlook. I am just. I, I'm just uh, I, I swear I'm going to stop being negative any second now. But I'm just. That's not. Who I, you I are. just want to. You're like Tala. That's never who I am. That's never who I was. Uh, I I just even if we stay in the, in this era, let's say let's say for the sake of argument, because this is the only character that I'd be okay with them bringing back that's like supposedly dead. Is Mace Windu? If they brought oh, Mace Windu back, yeah, I would be I would be all in. <laughs> to be clear, hey, you know Samuel Jackson wants to come. Oh, he I, I, and everyone wants him. But what if like if he comes back, then you have to explain like, oh, why what then why didn't he help during the war in the original trilogy or whatever? What if he just went really far, like get get away from this main conflict? Like you're telling me there's not any other stories worth telling. That's not related to the Empire and the and the Rebels, even in this time period, even the Skywalker time period. You couldn't go to like some some far off like outer outer world beyond the outer rim, beyond where, like, the outer rim, where like none of this stuff matters, and and some other sci fi cool stuff is happening. 
some other some other terror that could eventually take over the galaxy if it's not dealt with, but nobody knows because it's you know I'm just I'm just sometimes Star Wars for how huge it is can feel so small because they they come back to these same things over and over again and I would love I, I just want them to go I want them to go buck wild I want them to explore new territories new horizons. And see, I and think, I think that's, they can. that's what we started to have with the Mandalorian. Yeah, like is that's like it was a different planet, like almost every episode. That, you know, that, the was... Mandalorian season one is like perfect. I it's so good. It's so it, it's that that is exactly what I want these shows to be. Yeah, and then they started bringing back all. This stuff. Yeah, and then and then Luke Skywalker, <laughs> which, which, which I'm fine, like whatever. But like you know, I I do miss that part about the Mandalorian, and I think that is you're right. What made the Mandalorian season one that, that's, so like, great? You don't because you don't need a you don't need Luke Skywalker to show up. You don't need Harrison Ford to show up. Like even if you have these people, you can recast them if you need to. But you can tell new stories and and you can make new great characters. What if we have a new Luke Skywalker that everybody loves? Yeah, and, and that we can come back to seventy five times. Like Ray? Yeah. <laughs> And she'll come back. I mean, <laughs> let, John let me, Boyega's not coming back. Let but Ray say, might come back. Let me say this, dude. I hope they make a Ray Skywalker series. They I re- should! I really want them to. I want Daisy Ridley back. And, like, yeah, she got a little bit of hate. I, I can see that in Rise of Skywalker. And, like, after, you know... She after, got hate throughout the whole thing. I, when, I don't think she got hate in Force Awakens. Oh, she did. Pretty No, no, no. Not as much as she did with Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, though. Well, the whole thing after The Force Awakens was that, was that she was a Mary Sue. Whatever, saying dude, in get, quotation marks. Get that was, here, like, dude. the internet's favorite, nah, get out of here. favorite term but, of like, that she, year. But, like, she's so loved in the, in, in the community now. Yeah. Like, she really is. Like, they said that this year at Star Wars Celebration, the most cosplay character was Rey. I could, I could be and that, I was that. like so happy because I love. It's Ray. not Dexter Jester. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, was hoping, I was hoping for a Dexter Jester cameo in this series. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, be <laughs> Oh, hey, hon. That dude's. That dude's you want a Jabba juice? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that robot's name yeah. is, I don't know. I want to see you, honey. <laughs> uh, but like I, I love Ray, man. I really hope I want Daisy really back as that character. I think it's so amazing. Like the stuff that they can do. Like with her yellow lightsaber just going throughout the galaxy. That was so annoying that they had the perfect setup after the Last Jedi for her to make a new lightsaber at the beginning of the Rise of Skywalker, and then and then the Rise of Skywalker starts and she just has the same lightsaber again, even though it was a broken half in the in the previous film. And then at the very end of the film, last thirty seconds, she's like, "Oh, by the way, I have this sick new yellow double bladed lightsaber. Goodbye." Roll credits. I want to see that yellow lightsaber in action. I, I'm right there with you. What do you think I'm saying right now? I want a series. I bring it on. I Give want it to a us, race Disney. Series. A race series would be great. You know, I was talking. I was talking to a friend the other day, and I was like, "What if the Mandalorian had been set after?" I know Mandalorian came out in the middle of the sequel trilogy, so it wouldn't have worked out. But if it came out after the Rise of Skywalker, what if it was five years after the Rise of Skywalker, instead and it's of, basically of the same basic, the Jedi? It's basically the same premise i mean baby yoda could be 70 instead of 50 or whatever you could still be from yeah. that era you can still have uh Werner herzog show up you could have ghost luke skywalker show up and it's actually played by mark hamill damn hey you're right and and then you can have like you could you know you could have these you can have people you know you have this whole new world to explore this whole this whole anyways why are you doing that to me i was just i was just thinking about that, that as, as a what so if. much better as you know <laughs> And I oh, and I yeah. realized now that they're t- trying to tie in Ahsoka Tano, and they've got the uh, they what what's the dude's name from Rebels? Thrawn. No, the, Ezra? the yeah Ezra. 
Uh, Ezra Miller. I haven't heard anything. Ezra Miller. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like, Uh, I think, like, they're going to bring him back. Um, So, again, I don't know anything about the Clone Wars. Look, man, I... Clone Wars, like, stuff... I wasn't really that big of a fan of it, but like I'm here for it. Like I'm here. I'm here for. I tried watching it. The, like like it's it's fine. Like it's just it was. One day I'll watch it all. It wasn't my cup of tea, but like I do like Ahsoka. I think she's cool. Mm-hmm. I really do. I really I think she's like maybe the best character I, in that series. I was surprised they didn't mention her at all in this series. I was like, this is Dave Filoni's chance to be like have Obi Wan and Anakin Skywalker live action talking well, the thing about is, Ahsoka like, they, Tano. They, they weren't anywhere near the thing because it was Deborah Chow's thing. True. So this like, is true. There was not. There was very little deep Filo- except for the Inquisitors, I guess. Yeah. There was very little Filoni. Filonius. Philo- I don't know. <laughs> there was very little Filoni. But but uh, I I think that this is de- basically Deborah Chow's. Ah, you're like, full of Filoni. Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> I, I really do think that this is like Deborah Chow's, like, you know, her kind of stamp on the Star Wars. Uh, stories and uh, just her loving what George Lucas did and Deborah Trow. Um, good, Deborah Trow good job. is so great. Yes, thank you. Like you did an amazing job. Bring us more. Yes, I need I need more. Um, I need more Bryce Dallas Howard stuff in my life too. <sighs> she's good. She, she gosh, the best things that she's directed have been in these Star Wars shows, like hands down. And like, except she, for Black Mirror, she does a great job. Have you uh, have you did, have you watched Black Mirror at all? Yeah, of course. It's she did the episode with the, the like the social credit episode did you watch that one where it's oh, like yeah, yeah. where if like you if you say a curse word like you lose 10 points yeah. and then she has she has like a really bad day and uh i'm pretty sure that's her i'll, I'll have to look that up i do like that episode it's pretty cool i, I love it's, it's a great episode uh do you have any closing thoughts that you want to give on on kenobi before we sort of uh close out the show yeah um this show man if you if you love star wars i think you'll have a good time with this show um the best way to approach star wars is don't be too nitpicky don't think about it too much. Just try to be in the world and have fun. Um, and this this show was really, really fun. I really enjoyed it. I was entertained every second. I really think that everybody did a really incredible job. This show kind of connected everything that I love about Star Wars. You know, the, the, the original trilogy, the prequels, you know. Um, and, like, I think that, that, I think that it was really... These characters have been with me for so long that just to see them on screen again was really um, heart racing. It was really thrilling, and I loved every second of it. And uh, I hope they do make a season two. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Um, I, I think a season two is certainly coming. One hundred times better of a send off between Obi Wan and Anakin than the Mustafar fight. Uh, You're weird. Uh. <laughs> You're weird, man. Um, but you don't think that this fight, you don't think that this send off of those two characters is better than the fight on Mustafar? I, I don't think it's better. I think it, it's. This is, be- this is better. I think it. I think it. The fight was definitely better in Mus- in Revenge of the Sith. Absolutely. I think not. the the emotional part was better in this one. Yes. That, is that what you mean? Because uh, like the fight itself, like yeah, there was some cool the, stuff, but like the actual lightsaber duel is way better. I'm saying Revenge that the lightsaber duel on Mustafar is annoying and way too long. No, I don't think so. It's 15 minutes long. Oh, oh that's wonderful. I hope. It's, I wish it was long. I wish it was longer. The 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 fight between Palpatine against four Jedi Masters is like three seconds long, and then they give 15 minutes. Yeah, because he's the a Mustafar fight. he's a Master Sith, Kyle. It is the stupidest part of that movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. But anyway, um, I've said that a lot. Uh, let, let's close with this. Uh, rating, 
what would you rate this show? My rating for the show is, uh, I usually don't rate TV. But, yeah, we don't, but I want to know your rating. Uh, three and a half stars out of five. Really? Yeah. It's funny because I would probably put it at three and a half stars as well. Hey. So that would be, what, seven out of ten? Yeah. <laughs> for me, because that's what I do. I do out of ten. So I'd say 7.5 out of 10. I okay. really did enjoy it. There you go. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think it's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So That's balanced. Bring it on. Like the Force. After Darth Vader throws an old man into a star Death Star reactor. Right? That's that's when the Force is balanced? Sure. Right? They've changed it so many times now. I don't even <laughs> know. So uh, what happened to the rule of two... I don't even get <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to I just wanted to throw a, a flying throw ointment a right at the end of the episode. <laughs> okay. And now is that time of the show where we come to Kyle's Fun Fact Corner. Do we call it that? Kyle's Fun Fact Corner? Yeah, we do now. Oh, I don't know about that, but <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to that. <laughs> fun facts! Obi-Wan Kenobi was born on a planet called Stujon, which is a planet that George Lucas made up in an interview that he was having with Jon Stewart at the time, when Jon Stewart asked where Obi-Wan came from. And that's canon. He literally just, he admitted to just... Jon Stewart was, was, was interviewing George Lucas, asked where Obi-Wan Kenobi was from, and on the spot, George Lucas said, Stew John. Alright, he's from Stew John. And that's canon. Wow. Never heard of that before. Yep. That's the fun fact? That's, <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. That's pretty fun, right? Now, did, did he make it up on the... Like, are you sure he made George it up Lucas on the made that up on the spot during the interview. He was not, like, prepared to come up with a, a an Obi-Wan Kenobi origin planet story or anything. Because it was, like, one of those things that it doesn't matter where Obi-Wan came from. It's never been relevant. Although, I, guess, I guess that's true. Although, Obi-2 is out there somewhere. They did they did confirm Obi-2's existence. <laughs> you see what I have to do with when the mic when the mic is off. I this this stuff is still here. It's so much worse when the mic is off too. <laughs> All right, let's uh turn the page on this episode. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, love you everyone. Go go blow up some death stars or whatever. Hector's just shaking his head. He doesn't know how like what's going on anymore. He's <laughs> We'll leave you with this. Kenobi! Yep, sure. Sounds good. Bye! No! Thank you guys so much for listening. We definitely appreciate the support. Be sure to catch us next time as me and my cousin Tony talk about Star Wars Attack of the Clones. This is going to be part of our countdown to the Star Wars Andor series. We'll see you on the next one and talk to you then.